<laughs> you might have to cut me down a little bit. My voice um, tends to... <laughs> I'm so um, nervous to be here, but happy at the same time. This morning, I wanted to talk to us. We read the scripture already. I just wanted to speak to us from um, this topic. Um, are you ready for a revolution? God, speak through me, to me, hide me completely. Let us hear you, you only, Lord, our God, our creator, our mother and father. Amen. Are you ready for a revolution? You know, it's interesting because Kurt Franklin, if you guys know who that is, it's like, you know, you know, some of us are not um, um, old enough to know a lot of the songs that he did previously, but he has this song, Are You Ready for a Revolution? Whoop, whoop. And so every time we hear this song, I mean, hear this message, it's like every time I go to read it, I'm thinking this song in my head. But see, when we think about a revolution, it is an overthrow, a repudiation, a thorough replacement of an established system, right? And so, um, and, and this, this, this thing in our history, there have been several revolutions which have taken place. You know, the American Revolution, you know, the Industrial Revolution, the Civil Revolution, the Political Revolution. We are living in a time of what I would call a time of hyperboles and cliches. Everything is just supersized this and mega that. We find everyone wants to be on this cliched bandwagon because they believe it will launch them into mega this or mega that status. For example, the phrase kingdom, right, has been used extensively in the past few years. There are kingdom conferences, kingdom retreats, and kingdom seminars because they believe that if they use the word, then they will almost become hyperbole, the mega this or the mega that, yet they do not know what it entails in kingdom work or what we know as to be kingdom life. They treat the word kingdom like it's a game. If I put this on it, people will go for it because this is attached to it, but they don't understand the dedication. They don't understand the work and the life that, that's behind it all. And so there's this interesting shift and that this amazing shift that's taking place in the body of Christ, right? This shift is simply the mighty hand of our God trying to wake up us, the church, trying to wake the church up to be more effective effective in getting the word of God to the people of the world and bring many of us unto the glory of our great Savior, right? This shift in the body of Christ has respectfully been called a spiritual revolution. And because of this title that is sweeping through the body of Christ, there is a division within the body. You have those that want change called revolutionaries and those that are content in their comfort zones called the resistance. Regardless the side you are on, the question is, are you ready for a revolution? First of all, it is personal. I'm not talking about a new change. I'm, talking about, I'm not talking about a cliche either. I just want to know, are you ready to radically change the established system? Are you ready to oppose the one in authority or dominance? Family, revolution, we got to remember, is an overthrow of their replacement of an established system in order for there to be a revolution, there must be a revolutionary. 
A revolutionary is one that brings about a change. It is one that literally turns the world upside down. Hallelujah. Jesus was a revolutionary. We find, yes, I got that one clap. I'm so glad I come from a clapping church. Hallelujah. We find in our text, Paul, Silas, Luke, and, and, and Luke is called these that have turned the world upside down. They are revolutionaries. They are called revolutionaries because they overthrew and they replaced an established system. We understand that the principality of divination had established itself right there in Philippi, right? This principality that was in the territory, this prince or this order of interesting angels that have been established and given authority and a place. As we sang just a few minutes ago, our city belongs to God. Hallelujah. Paul overthrew and replaced thoroughly this system. In Acts 16, 16, it came to pass as we went to prayer. We read it already. I don't need to read it again. Understand that when the Bible mentions a specific name, like there was a man by the name of Job, that there is something about Job that we need to understand, like character, determination, etc. right? However, when the Bible says a certain man or a certain woman, there is something about the surroundings that we are to understand. The 17th verse says, the same followed Paul and us and Christ, saying, these men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. Yes, she said the truth, but it wasn't for edification, but to make a mockery of them. And so what I want to encourage us today is we must be careful how we use the truth. We must be careful how we use the truth. The truth used in malice is worse than a lie. The 18th verse says, and, 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 and this, this, she many days. The Bible doesn't say how many days, but the word many means a large amount. We know that. It was more than a few times, but Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I can only imagine Paul is irritated. It's like, okay, look, enough is enough. I command thee in the name of Jesus, come out of her. And it came out of her in that same hour, and I know Paul was excited. Paul being grieved, greatly annoyed. In other words, he was just sick and tired of doing the same thing over and over again, never experiencing a change. He got fed up with the tradition. He got tired of mediocrity. He got tired of complacency. He got sick and tired of going to church day in and day out and not experiencing a move of God. He turned and said to the spirit, not the damsel to the spirit, not the damsel, but to the established system that had taken authority and dominance in her life. He spoke directly to the principality in charge and said in the name of Jesus Christ come out of her. He was a revolutionary that literally turned her world upside down. He caused a paradigm shift. He changed her way of thinking. The stronghold that had dominance was radically opposed and overthrown. This was a spiritual revolution. But just as with any revolution, there is always resistance, y'all. The spiritual hierarchy was going to fight. They caused, her, they caused her masters, those that made a profit off of her to realize that their flow of money was gone. They seized Paul and Silas and dragged them to the rulers, beat them and threw them in prison because they caused a revolution. But at midnight, just when it seemed to be the darkest, they prayed and they sang praises unto God. And we got to understand that every now and then, when we mess with people's pockets, they're going to come after us. But we got to keep doing what does say the Lord. And I like to imagine they were like, you know, 
y'all know I dress in all black because this was the this was the best thing I could find that I didn't have to iron. I didn't come here. I didn't come here, you know, being black power or nothing like that. But listen, I want you to know, hallelujah, I can just imagine Martin Luther King and those civil rights moments, hallelujah. I can remember, I can just think about Tucson from Haiti and, and Harriet Tubman and Malcolm X, even those, hallelujah, even though they were in jail. These persons I know from history, they're in jail, they're even in jail. They continue to say we shall overcome someday because they continue praying and singing God delivered them. And the Bible says an earthquake came and shook the very foundation of the prison walls. All their bands were loose. A little while later, they came to Thessalonica. They simply just began going to church. But the principality that had authority and dominance of that territory knew that these men were revolutionaries. Their reputation preceded them. Don't you know people know y'all love God? Don't you know that people know y'all are saved? And every time you come up, don't you know that they've already seen your resume? So now this principality has caused an uproar from some evil men. They begin to say things men are, they that, that have turned the world upside down. Don't you know them? That's them folk over there at Common Table. They done joined together. They getting along. Don't you know them? Uh-uh, uh-uh. We don't want them over here. They have come hither. And then here comes this demonic spirit. They knew these men were going to oppose the established system that had control of that area. Hallelujah. It knew that they were were revolutionaries. They were on the battlefield fighting for the Lord. And I want to know, common table, I want to know, family, are you really ready for a revolution? Are you tired of doing the same old thing and getting the same old results? Are you tired of the principalities having control of your life? Are you ready to fight a good fight? Are you tired of having church as usual? Are you tired of being stuck in a spiritual rut? Are you tired of doing church in Instead of being effective, are you tired of coming here bound and going home the same old way? Are you tired of the devil running all over you and running all over your city? Are you willing to be a freedom fighter? There's somebody that needs your help. There's somebody that needs your love. And God is calling for a revolution. And God is calling for a revolutionary. And the Bible tells me that the kingdom suffereth violence. And the violent, they take it by force. And I want to know if it's just a few of us in here today that's not afraid to stand on the word of God and stand up for those who have no voice, huh? If there's anybody here, I want to know will you be able to cry sometimes because in this revolution you will cry. But the Bible says that weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. You may be persecuted, but you will not be forsaken. You may be cast down, but you will not be destroyed. You may have a little trouble every now and then y'all but you will not be distressed you may be perplexed hallelujah but you will not be found in despair you may feel lonely but I come to let you know you are never alone are you ready for a revolution this revolution will not be televised I understand this revolution will not have any embedded reporters detailing the events of the day this revolution may not be seen on CNN the president of the United States
states may not discuss the ramifications of this revolution and we understand he probably don't even know what's going on however this revolution will liberate our lives it will heal our souls it will save our hearts it will open up opportunities and tear down traditions it will eradicate and just get rid of misery hallelujah this revolution will determine our destiny this revolution will perfect our praise and solidify our salvation this revolution will convict our conscience this revolution will tantalize our transformation this revolution will revitalize our reconciliation and renew our restoration and release our revelation and today I want to encourage us that every time we get together the enemy don't want us getting together every time we get together the city becomes better every time we get together our family becomes better every time we get together our streets get cleaner every time we get together God gets bigger is there anybody ready for a revolution it is already happening will you join in are you ready for a revolution God is working in us y'all and God is working around us y'all and I want to close my message with this little thing hallelujah in my church we sing this song hallelujah down the glory hallelujah amen hallelujah down the glory revive us again and I want to speak to your spirits where you think like it seems like what you've been doing is not enough and as if it's not making any change you got to know hallelujah that somebody's watching you and somebody sees your resume and whether they call your name they know who you are whether they come on your street they know who you are because the glory of God is shining in us and every time we step up on the scene God gets seen and things begin to change keep showing up common table keep doing what you're doing are you ready for a revolution God is working in us amen 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 and amen truly God is able and so are you thank you for being the representation of God in our city thank you for being the representation of God in our lives in your family lives keep going keep showing and we will be better in Jesus holy name amen <laughs>